are listening to Legacy Moments, where we have authentic conversations about life, business, and so much more to transform your mind, body, and soul. I am Dr. Patrice Berry, and I am joined by my co-host and mom, Johnny Lloyd. Together, we combine my years of psychological training with her years of business and leadership experience to add value to your day. All right. So today's topic is why do we hurt people that we love? This was a question that I saw over on TikTok and wanted to bring it over here because we were already planning on talking about communication today. And I think that's a really good pairing. And the first thing that I want to start with is the fact that we expect different things from people that we're in close relationships with. And so no relationship is perfect. Every relationship is going to have its ups and downs. I think the thing that can really make a difference is our communication. Because when something happens, so when I'm disappointed, when something happens within a relationship, how do I navigate that in a healthy way? And for me personally, one of the first things I always start with is, is this actually about the other person or is this really about me? (laughs) So we all come into relationships with our own histories, with our own, with our own stuff. And the goal is to work on that stuff before relationships, but there is no way to work on everything because some things don't even come up until you're in an intimate relationship with with somebody. I didn't even realize it bothers me when somebody does this until I'm in a relationship with them. And so being able to clearly communicate these things um, and really mature, because what I feel for someone when I first meet them is very different than years down the road. Uh, My partner and I will be celebrating our 10 year anniversary this year and things things change and develop, you know, you have kids or, you know, like things happen in life. And, but I think how people communicate that is incredibly important. And then both people over time, you're hopefully growing And what I've seen happen is sometimes if one person starts working on themselves and the other person isn't, then sometimes that can cause some friction. And so. And I'd love the question. This is a dynamic question because it's a question that most people think about, but they don't necessarily ask publicly. You know, they don't address it. You know, why do people, why would someone that loves me, who says they love me, why would they hurt me? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, you probably think it's intentional. When somebody hurts you, it's not always intentional, right? However, remember this, in a very close, intimate relationship, they know your secrets. They know your buttons. They know all of those things, right? So when they're hurting or when they're dealing with something, they could push, they normally do, push (laughs) a button in your life because they feel like, well, look at what you did. The key to it, though, is to communicate because sometimes the person doesn't know, right? Because especially in new relationships or even older relationships, it didn't used to bother you when I did that. Suddenly you're working on yourself or something's shifted in your life and the other person's life. And now you do it and you say, well, you used to like that. No. So it's listening. 
listening to who and what your the person that's with you that you say you love is is uh responding how they're responding watch not just their verbal but ac actually watch their nonverbal reactions then the other thing is i would say you say why why would they hurt me sometimes it's because they're hurting which isn't an excuse no that's not an excuse but however it is a real is real but it's not an excuse so that's why it's so important to work on yourself but i love what patrice said and it's absolutely on point sometimes you don't know what you don't know you don't know until you get into a relationship a more intimate relationship that these things you know uh bother you or the way that you do a certain thing or don't do a certain thing would bother the, your your partner so that is the key the key is to keep the communication lines open. And I like because her first tip is to listen. And my tip is going to be to be direct and but to say it in a way where the other person can hear it. And when I say direct, so I am I have had to work on not being passive aggressive. <laughs> I'm laughing because mm, she knows. I know, where, I, I know. She knows. So not being condescending, not being passive aggressive. And when I have an issue with something, not to say, oh, you're just going to do this. But, but, I'm, but what I'm really trying to say is, hey, if you're going to do this, please just that let's let's talk about it because that comes off because when when you come at somebody with a passive aggressive or condescending tone or if i'm being sarcastic and i am an extremely sarcastic person but what i've had to learn within relationships is to not be sarcastic towards somebody in the middle of a conflict so if i really have an issue with somebody sarcasm that's not that's not the time because they're they're not going to, they might miss my point, which is more frustrating, <laughs> or it might come across in a way that I that might hurt them too. And so just to say like, hey, this this bothers me. And um, I saw because my mom has like a list of these things. And she has on there use I statements. And yes. therapists all the time, therapists talk about I statements, I statements. And what an I statement does is when I'm having a conflict with somebody, if I say, you always do this, you never do that, you, their, their defenses are up and they aren't listening because their first thing is going to be, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, they're immediately going to defend themselves. But if I say, I felt this when this happened, or I feel this is what I need from you. This is this is what's going on, and this is and this is what's what I need. This is how I interpret it. And uh, with those I statements, I want to add another little thing of giving people the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Like, is this based on my assumption? Because let's say I call my partner and they don't answer, and I'm immediately thinking, I'm. I'm not important to them. They they never answer. I'm just not important. Instead of remembering, so my partner, I adore my partner. He's not always on his phone. Like he's so I am constantly like I have notifications. I have a watch that that tells me when I get messages on my phone. He's just so him not answering a call. That's not a signal of how much he cares or does no. Like that's just who he is. Is like he likes taking breaks from from his phone like that's just that's just who who my partner is this is what i love i love that this is what 
um, by knowing is such a critical term, which you don't miss what Patrice just said. She knows her partner. So this is the deal. This is one thing I'll say. When you're in a relationship and you know what the person has historically done, said, or acted, and something is, they do something that looks like totally different than what they normally do, check in. There may be a deeper issue that you may need to address or support or whatever. Now, if the person always or typically are whatever, whatever they are, they're hurting, they're causing you pain, then you have to then define your redefine in some cases, but it definitely define your boundaries. And we've done boundaries a lot. So, and this, yeah, do it. Let boundaries find, set boundaries find peace. This book, I'm telling you, is rock solid. One of the, I've, I have not engaged in a boundary book that is that intense and supportive. It's just amazing. And she's coming out with a second book about peace and family about like drama free family that's um she's she's releasing um a new book uh nedra tawab or i am bad nedra. with nedra i'm 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 bad with names but the one thing i did want to say because somebody commented that when they try to use i statements the other person says that their feelings are wrong and that is where um and i don't know your situation i don't know what you're going through but i will say there are people that can't take feedback or that they have to make everything about them. Because if 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 my mom said, I feel this, I wouldn't say, don't feel that way. Like that's dumb. That's I wouldn't, I wouldn't negate her feelings. Um, gaslighting is real. I feel like people use sometimes the term gets gets used a lot, but but what a true moment of gaslighting is, is I slap her in the face. And then she's like, don't slap me. And I'm like, then but then I, I put it back on her. Like, you made me do it. And I wouldn't slap you if you didn't blah, blah, blah. Like, like, and so um, it's me not taking responsibility and accountability for, for my behavior. And we have talked about toxic relationships. If you hop over to YouTube and type Dr. Patrice Berry, toxic, um, our different series about managing um, toxic relationships will, will come up. But um, so we're talking about relationships with healthy people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if... I can't, and the problem, sometimes what I do is if within my family mm. or within very close relationships, if I've had bad experiences, sometimes I will shut down in safe relationships where I actually could set some boundaries. I actually could because I'm auto automatically assuming nobody ever listens, nobody ever. And so try to find a safe space where, where you can do that. And remember this, what she said was really powerful, really a good statement, is find a place for a safe place for you, right? The other thing, though, is some, when you've been through something, whatever that something is, and it was adverse, it was, uh, it was negative, it was painful, as soon as you start feeling that feeling in another situation, yes. usually all of those fears and da-da-da, they rise to the surface. It may not even be close to what's happening. So that's where you get to, okay, you need, may need to breathe a moment and ask what Patrice said in the beginning. Is this me or 
and I'm looking at the facts. I'm looking at what what happened. Now, I do believe so if I'm just getting a feeling that something isn't quite right now, and we've talked about this before, that that feeling, if I get that feeling in every situation, then that's probably more of a hypervigilance type where I'm just always on edge versus around this one person or these two people. I'm just I'm just getting trust. It's trust, trust that. Um, because sometimes I don't have anything specific, but something just doesn't, doesn't feel right within this particular relationship and relationships can change. And we didn't talk about that where sometimes, um, I might've been able to, um, where I think relationships can grow. And within some of my friendships, um, I'm really grateful that we have grown and been more honest and given each other feedback because I think within a healthy relationship, I'm able to tell somebody, hey, it's okay to, but don't joke about my hair if that's, if that's right. a thing. Right. Um, because sometimes we, we like, we like to tease or within relationships, we, we get really comfortable. And I do think it's okay for people to set boundaries around what's okay for them and what's not. And when it's not, because it could have been okay three weeks ago, it could have been okay three years, it doesn't matter. When it's not, be verbal, uh, back to the I statement. Mm -hmm. And see, the thing about the I statements for me is I get a chance to feel my feeling. I get a chance to uh, positively engage in what I feel. That's something I own. I own my feelings. You know, you don't get a chance to put uh, a circle around it and an X because you don't like what I feel, yeah. right? So that is very important. Now, the other thing is, is, is not judging one another from a place in time. Mm. And when I say that, I'm saying, Patrice thought of something. So... Sometimes we judge people from what we see externally and then we make critical judgment, I mean, critical statements about the person. So what I'll say is this, when a person is, don't criticize people, be careful about criticizing people. If I could clarify there, because yes. something that I actively practice is looking at the behavior before I make a lot of judgments about the person, their intentions, their their motives. And so, because it's easier to address the behavior than if I'm coming at it. So if I think my, um, and, I've, and I've heard a lot of people have issues if their partner has, let's say they have ADHD and um, and we're, we're not communicating. We haven't set up um, a division of, of household tasks. And I'm just thinking, oh, this person, they just, why won't they just do this? Huh. You know, if they really loved me, they would do this or they would do that. And so, um, and if I'm starting to judge their character and who they are, um, I think, I think that can, that can cause some, some issues, but I think it is okay if something bothers me. Um, now I do work with people on picking and choosing their battles because sometimes my expectation so um, I've worked with people that they wanted their house to be pristine all the time, but they have five kids and like, like, it's like, it's like, like, and the youngest is two and like, and, and they wanted, the goal was they were never, they were going to be disappointed and just 
upset every day because they were never going to reach this goal. And so sometimes we say, hey, let's 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 pick and choose. Let's say maybe before the kids go to bed, you know, we they pick up their 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 things or or we maybe get all the toys in one room <laughs> and you just you just close that door on that room or it's OK. Like, let's have a space where people can be can be messy. And so that goes to the point of loving people where they are. Mm, and good. now if somebody of where they are is that they are rude. I'm sorry. I guess that's a judgment. They are saying things that are rude. They are acting in the, in ways that is active. That's hurting my feelings and I'm setting boundaries and they aren't, and they aren't making adjustments. Then I, this, this might be a relationship that I need to back out of um or that maybe i don't need to spend because if this is a friendship maybe i don't need i don't need to spend as much time with them yeah and even if it's family you can regulate how much time you spend people with people in relationships right you can regulate that to a certain degree because you may have a partner and they they love their family they want to be with their family you might have to drive two cars <laughs> You may have to drive two cars, you know. You may have to say, okay, I'm going to take the car out. Hey, I got a couple of errands I'm going to run to give yourself a breather. You say, hey, babe, I need to take a couple, I need to run a couple of errands. So you be gone, because you know it's going to be a five-hour dissertation, right? So you take your three and a half hours away and you come back. You don't have to walk in with gifts or nothing. You can just go out and make sure that your mental, emotional, physical capacity is good because you know what triggers you. And you don't want to, for the rest of the day, as they're all excited, and you don't want them looking across to you and they see that you're all upset and then they say, well, you know, I can't ever be around my family. So this is what I'll say. When we get, when we build a relationship, we build a relationship with the people that, with the first layers, the second layer and third layer of relationships that that other person has. And that includes family, friends, all of that, right? Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody and you know they have this friend that you know is just abusing the relationship. You said, I can't believe they even in a relationship with them, but they love that person. I mean, if you say anything, anytime you say anything about that person, they freak out, just step back, step back, step back, encourage them, build and grow. But you don't have to be in that. You have to, you know, just talk about it when they're, when you're, they're calm. That's the other thing. And communication, when it's, uh, when it's a little tight, that's not the time to have a conversation all the time. Like when both people are really intense. upset and intense and hot and heated. No. And then Patrice taught me something about, and this, yeah, she always teaches me something. I don't tell her all the time though. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the, one of the things I've learned is like when she deals with uh, my grandson, right? And I do it, he's, you know, everywhere. And it just come down to his, you know, just come down his face, you know, giving the Breathe and just be calm. And the other thing that I do, especially when I was an executive working, and so let's say there was this thing that was happening, even now with clients. I had a client the other day. They were all in the, they were in the, I don't know what zone they were in. They were on some Jupiter somewhere. They were some on some other space cadet. So I said, okay, Johnny, you're about to go with them. You can't go with them. You don't want to be on that rocket. So just calm down and bring your voice down and smile and just have a conversation. It calmed the whole situation down. It didn't stop the situation. 
but it calmed it down so that we could talk about it at a different level. So look at the things you can do when you're thinking someone else is hurt, when you know, when you feel, when you whatever, someone's hurting you and you love that person and they say they love you, just determine what you're going to do with it. Now, I'm going I'm to drop this in. Right. All love ain't the same type of love. All love is not the same kind of love. So when you say you love somebody or when you say that they love you, what are they, what does that mean to them? And what does it mean to you? And one of my favorite things is um, when someone shows you who mm. they are, believe them. Like that is one of my favorite quotes because what it what it really says is sometimes I'm hurt and disappointed because I'm expecting an orange to be an apple, but it's, it's always going to be an orange. It, it, they were an orange when I met them. <laughs> I always wanted an apple, but they were always an orange. And, and I just, and if I'm looking for an apple, then go, go, go wait get for, an apple. Wait for an <laughs> wait, apple. Wait for an apple. Yeah. But, um, but sometimes in, in, in relationships, a part of it is I might be expecting something that this person just can't give. And there's nothing wrong with the fact that I want that. There's nothing wrong with with the fact that, hey, maybe I want this or that. Um, but um, being able to find safe spaces where you can um, express yourself. Uh, one of my last tips is going to be to let go of control. Mm. So within relationships, sometimes it's like, oh, <laughs> so this is especially for my people with with anxiety. And I might have to do a whole separate video on this. Um, stop playing out the entire conversation in your head first and oh. then being disappointed when it doesn't happen the way it happened. That is powerful. It's going to have to be a whole thing. Oh, but let me tell you why part of it needs to be a whole thing. Because, okay, can we, sometimes go. as women, as people, we walk through the whole scenario in our head. And then the disappointment comes because... Nothing happened like you just thought it. So and, anyway, go ahead. And it's okay to go into a conversation prepared. So there's a difference with me kind of thinking about, okay, if they said, you know, like, I just want to go into the conversation prepared versus me saying, okay, this is how it's going to go. And me going in confident, like, ooh, I'm going to say this, and then they're going to say this, and then I'm going to say this. And then, like, because it always breaks down at the very beginning. Like, like it it's <laughs> It's it's not gonna go the way because you're not having a conversation with yourself. Yeah. You're having a conversation with this other person. I'm I'm a licensed psychologist, and when I go into sessions with people, like I might kind of okay, I think we'll talk about these things. But the minute we get into session, things things often go a completely different way, and we just flow with it. And so when I say the reason, because when I'm rigid, when I'm like, it needs to go this way, the conversation needs to flow this way, it it, it closes the door to, because if I go in and I'm like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. And they're like, okay, I get that. I hear you. Okay. And then I just want to, like, this is how I'm feeling. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't ready to receive some feedback today. And so being able to be, to be flexible. Mm. Um, and one of the books I've read that talk about growth mindset talks about being a palm tree versus an oak tree because mm. oak trees are very rigid and in storms they fall down because they're just 
they're but but palm trees they're able to flow and sway as 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 the conflict comes um but if somebody is always because some people love drama i'm not i don't some people love to argue some people like to to just that's just not who i am um i don't do yelling and screaming so if you are yelling at me i am not listening trust me I go to a hap. I am not. I am not listening at all. And so that's why when she talks about me bringing my voice down. So my son is a mini me. He yes. looks like his father. He he is he is he is a mini Patrice Barry. And um and I know not to like yell, scream, lecture him because it ain't gonna. It work. doesn't work when people yell, scream, or like like you have to bring it down and just have a calm conversation. And then I have to ask him, so what did you hear? Because I need to see, did you tune out for- <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, and that's a good way to talk to someone else is like, checking okay, just, just check in, you know, what did you get? And then the beauty of that is allowing the other person to be authentically who they are. This is one of the things that I have a disconnect with. My disconnect is, can I trust you? to hear me hmm. do you hear my voice do you hear what i'm saying i mean will you you know what i'm saying and sometimes and sometimes in relationships because what i've seen is sometimes we get with someone that likes to fix it mm. and so part of what i need might need to do when i go in is like hey we need to talk about something i don't i just need you to listen like i just need uh-huh okay i got like i don't I'm not looking for a solution <laughs> because I think sometimes we have this fallacy and that might be next week of thinking that people have to automatically know how to love us. And, and the first thing is the, how do you love yourself? Ooh. And we did that self. -love. We did. Self -love. I have that. I mean, seriously. So that is critical. The more you're able to self love, mm. the more you're able to identify when people are causing you pain. I mean, honestly, that is just so powerful. So it's self-empowering, right? And then you get it. So it's internal and then it's external. And something that I try to do is I don't give people the power to ruin the rest of my day. Oh, my goodness. And okay, oh my now, goodness. if something major happened, if I had a major loss in my life, if something major happened, then I'm going to, I'm going to grieve that. Like that's versus if, if something happens and it didn't happen the way I was expecting or the way I wanted, I'm going to be disappointed, but I have coping. I have skills where it's, it's not, it's not the, the end of the end of my day um, that, that the power is with me. I'm not looking to this person to, to be everything and to fill all my spaces because nobody ever will. No, nobody will. And you don't want them to. It's just. Yeah. This is what, you know, they say, so-and-so made me happy. And it's and it's normal to feel happier because I if I'm in a relationship with someone, I want to feel happier when I'm yeah, with Yeah, I should be better because I'm with you. But, but you don't get a chance to control my, my happy because I come in happy. I wake up in the morning like this. You know, people, I mean, I really do. And, I have issues. So, and but I you, love that about me. And if you don't, that's okay. Um, because there are times when I don't wake up, like I wake up and I'm in a funk and, and that's when, cause this morning I needed, I was, I tried to give up coffee. It lasted maybe 25 days. Oh, I, <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> but like, so there's some days where it's just like, okay, I need to just take care of me. And this is, this is where we are. And don't let that be something that, um, because you need something that you put shame on yourself because you need it yeah. or you blame yourself because you need it yeah. or just reclaim what you need because it's what you need. If you're a, if you're an apple tree, there's certain nourishments or you're a palm tree, there's certain nourishments. You want to be in a certain climate, those things you need. So find out what you need and then look at that. And then remember, finally, for me is the gap between mm-hmm. what we anticipate and what expectation and what we actually get that's the gap that we become disappointed that's the gap that we end up you know there's some issues that happen so i'm not telling you not to believe for greater i'm telling you to remember that that can that there is a that can be a disconnect and the way that i like to phrase it is i want to have realistic expectations so if um because then I, I just because if if I set my expectation and nobody is ever like like the person I'm with just is never going to reach or or meet that, then I'm going to be disappointed. But then I don't want to set the bar so low. So to me, not narcissistic is like that's that's like the floor. Like that's not like that shouldn't be like, oh my gosh, guess what? I found somebody and he's not narcissistic. And it's like, wait a minute, like that's like that should be like like the floor um but then and so i do want to have it's okay to have expectations but i just want them to be realistic and considerate of the person that 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 i'm with right. um and so knowing who you are mm-hmm. knowing who you're with and then finding ways to safely navigate to be to have mutual respect empathy and then um, being able to balance control where I'm not always changing for the other person and they don't change. They're not working on a thing <laughs> like I'm working. They give me a list of 10 things to work on and they're working on nothing. That would that would be a problem for me. Um, and so because I think people can grow together. Um, and then there are times when people do grow apart and then people have to make decisions on where things go from there. Yeah. Well, hey, it's been amazing. This is amazing. And thank you so much for the question, because I think even though we tapped on it, I think it's deeper for each person. And you have to look at why is and what are you willing to deal with? What what kind of pain are they causing? And what are you going to do about it? Because you, you can't control another person's actions. However, you can control your reactions and how long you stay in a situation on what you do about it. That's the area and the elements you get a chance to control. So, all right. So we will see you next week. We hope you have a good one. Bye.